You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the show. If you haven't yet, hit that five-star review. Hit that subscribe button and then leave (laughs) us a five-star review. There we go. There we go. Be a good little listener and do those things. And that would just mean the world to us. We're recording around Christmas time, so Santa's watching. Santa's watching. Do you want coal in your stocking? Did you get cold? No, I'm kidding. Okay. (laughs) Today, we are very excited for this episode. We are diving deep into a launch blueprint for you. If you have ever wondered, hey, is there like a formula out there that I can follow to have a successful launch every single time? Whether you're launching a website, whether you're launching a podcast or a YouTube channel or a product or a service or anything under the sun that you're launching. And you're like, how do I do it successfully? Yeah. Today, you are going to want to pay attention and listen to this episode. We are diving deep and we're giving you a lot. This is basically a coaching call, but... The one thing I will say... It's free. (laughs) One thing I will say is this is not if you were launching your first... Right. It's not launching a business. Yes. This is for once your business exists, launching something new, a Mm -hmm. new product, a new service, a new website, a new... Yes. So we're going to get all into this. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper. This is going to be meaty. So grab your pen and paper and let's dive in. This is Lindsay. I want to share a vulnerable moment with you. Years ago, before I launched my first preset pack, something that genuinely held me back from doing it for way too long was the technical backend of how to do it. Like, I know we all know that e-commerce is a brilliant way to grow and diversify our business, but, you know, whether you're a photographer wanting to sell presets like me or a hormone health coach wanting to sell cookbooks or honestly, literally anybody wanting to sell a physical or digital product online, knowing what platform to sell on is huge, right? So that's why when I started first selling my presets, I went with the obvious choice, Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. And so whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify even helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And quick story, last fall, I had been wanting to incorporate a membership subscription into my business for women to sign up and be a part of my insiders membership group. And I almost didn't do it purely because I didn't want to buy another program to process the subscription payments. And that's when I realized, wait, wait, wait. I use Shopify for my presets. Can they do subscriptions too? And what do you know? With Shopify's endless list of integrations and third-party apps, anything you can think of from chatbots to subscriptions, yes, they have everything you need to revolutionize your business. My subscription problems were solved with the brilliant set of Shopify. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash heart, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash heart now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash heart. Hey, hey, I'm Lindsay Roman. And I'm Evie McLeod. And we are family and legacy-focused serial entrepreneurs and the founders of The Heart University, a business education company with a mission to help you thrive in your business and life. Welcome to our Entrepreneur Cocktail Hour, where business and marketing strategies meet faith, real talk, and raw and life-changing conversations. At the end of the day, we are all in this together, figuring out how to navigate the ups and downs, the messy and the beautiful, and everything in between. This is a community where you can come as you are, get inspired, and walk away equipped to build a legacy-filled life. You're listening to the Heart & Hustle Podcast. All right, welcome to today's conversation. We are talking all about launch plans. Make sure you listen to the intros of our episodes because at this point, it's given a lot of meat and a lot of good stuff. It is. But one thing we want to say and what I want to preface before we really dive into this topic is there 
I hate to burst bubbles. And I know we're going to give you a launch strategy and we're going to a blueprint that you can follow. I can't tell you how many coaching sessions I have or talks with entrepreneurs where they're like, hey, can I have a copy and paste formula for a launch that mm-hmm. I can use for every single launch? That's just not how launches work. Um, especially it, there's so many variables based on your business model, the actual product, the mm-hmm. service, the time of year you're launching it, the runway that you're giving it, the the different options. You do not want to use the same launch plan for every product or service. You will burn your audience out and they can predict what's coming. They, it's very obvious. They get bored. They get frustrated. You lose trust. So there's a lot of nuances within the launch conversation that every launch is going to be different. Um, but if we pull back, like the nitty gritty of every launch, is going to be different. But if we pull back, which is when we were like, we want to give like a launch blueprint and a launch framework, it varies so much. We were like, what if we pull out to the 30,000 foot view perspective and we sit down and we're like, okay, what are the overall big basic steps of every launch that can be a pretty solid framework and blueprint that you can then base your launch plan off of? That's what we're going to cover today. And we are very excited because I think it's going to give you at least something to go off of, especially because we we get asked this with coaching students all the time of like, well, I want, I just Mm -hmm. want, like you said, like I want that framework and I just want to know how to launch something well, which is the root, you know, thought of why someone would ask that question. It's like, we all want to launch something well Mm -hmm. and we want it to be successful, especially when we're launching something, like we're not launching it to just flop. Yeah, flop. (laughs) Um, And so we're really excited to go over this. And when we get to the steps that have a lot of caveats of like, okay, this is going to look different no matter, you know, depending on what you're launching, we're going to go into that. So let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Step one. Step one. We want you to revisit your ideal client. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, I'm sorry. That's the step one of, of a launch. Let blueprint? me actually, let me interrupt really quick. We're not talking in today's conversation with this overall 30,000 foot about product or or service development. Yes. So obviously coming up with the idea, figuring out how to format it, what's included, the offer building, that is not in today's conversation. This is We're once, assuming that that's already done and now yes. you are planning to launch it. You are preparing to market, promote, and sell this. Now we're going to talk about the launch plan of getting that out yeah. to... It's like how... We're talking about the steps of how to give it to the world. Yes. Or announce it to the world. So that's step one of this part of the process. Yeah. Is sit down and revisit your ideal client. And the reason we say that is because I, I would hope you've already done this with your business in general. Like when, when you've created your business, you need to know who your ideal client is. And if you haven't done that, Google the heart and hustle ideal client or mm-hmm. ideal client avatar and go listen to yes. the many episodes that we have on that because uh, understanding what an ideal client is and how to find it for your business is crucial. Yeah. The reason that we say step number one for cre- kind of creating your launch blueprint is to revisit your ideal client is because depending on what offer you're launching within your business, it might have a sub um, ideal client. Like a sub niche. Yeah. And and it might not. Maybe it's the exact, depending on what you're launching, it might be just your audience and yeah. that's great. And But that's why you're just revisiting it. it might Do you have an be- example of like uh, an offer that would be different? Let's say, let's let's use it from our business because a listener is going to know the Heart University. They're going to know kind of who we serve. Mm-hmm. Like they, you obviously listening to this are an ideal client of ours. We love you. Um, so let's say we serve creative entrepreneurs who are searching to build a, a impactful business that serves their clients and their dreams of their life really mm-hmm. well. But let's say we create the Heart Workshop. The Heart Workshop is for female photographers 
It, it gets niche. It's usually it's only females and it's only photographers. Only females, only photographers. Even technically it serves almost any photographer, but the style shoots are weddings and couples. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of almost even like a little bit goes into like the weddings and couples photographer specifically. And then we go into, uh, usually you, you're about a year into business. Like we don't cover how to work your camera. Yeah. We don't cover like manual camera settings and stuff. So that is a sub ideal client within our ideal client avatar for the Heart University yeah. as a whole. And so when we come to launch that product, let's say the first time we released it, we had to sit down. Well, that, the irony is that that's how the Heart University how started. But-, but let's say, let's say it's not, let's say it was a new thing that we just mm-hmm. released and instead we kind of had to sit down and be like okay wait who is this for oh because we're doing like a shared bed mm-hmm. situation it's really like intimate sleepover style we're limiting it to women only and so it's it's female only usually about a year into business so we kind of identified there's like a sub niche of our ideal client. And identifying that is important and it's step number one because we want to make sure that how we're launching it and how we're deciding to create, to present it, present it yeah. and, and yeah, orchestrate that, we want it to hit that person in a way that they will receive it the best. Yes. And um, it gives you the clarity on understanding who am I talking to? Yeah for this specific product or offering, what are their needs? What's their, you know, their dreams, their goals, their situation. So it gives you a ton of clarity. Yeah, 100%. So step number two is going to be determine your launch date. And Mm. this one is probably step number two because it is also one of those foundational, you're going to reverse engineer from here. Um, We kind of want to say just subtly, launches take a lot more time than you realize. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm just having a moment. The amount of of coaching students that I've had that they want a lot, which I love. I don't want to harp on anybody's dreams of launching things. Go team. Go girl or boy. Like, we love that for you. And we want to support you in in anything that you want to launch. Mm -hmm. If it makes sense for your season in life and all that. But I've seen so many people that are like, okay, I want to do this. So can I launch like a course next month? Yeah, cool. And I'm like, "Mm." <laughs> even if the course is completely done. Yeah. Not even, even talking about course development. Oh, but I've seen people that are like, I want to make a course and then I want to launch it yeah, in two a, months total time. And I'm like, <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, if you want to make any money at all, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So understanding that, especially as you, we kind of go through these steps and understanding the, the involvement that creating a whole launch plan and a launch strategy can take. Mm-hmm setting like, hey, I would really love, maybe you have some limitations. Maybe you are a photographer, and a wedding photographer, and you have busy seasons and like, you know that you cannot launch a new offer, a new product and yeah. rebrand, new website, whatever. So you're like, I would love for it to be around this time of year based on whatever. So you come up with like a rough idea and then we want you to like reverse engineer and be like, okay, looking through the rest of what we're going to give you today for like the launch plan and launch strategy, do I have the time and capacity to actually get this all done in that time frame. Being very realistic with this one. But the the long and short of it is set a launch date and figure out when works for you based on calendar, based on the time you need. Yeah. Also, always give yourself a lot of buffer room. Um, and then put it on the calendar and then you'll be able to go from there of like, okay, now the launch plan. Now I can determine dates and put those on the calendar within the, the next steps of the launch plan. All right. Once you've set your launch date, Number Step number three is going to be map out your launch plan. Mm-hmm. Now, what is a launch plan? If you're like, well, I'm sorry, what? Uh, like I thought this was the launch plan. Yeah, 
This is the launch blueprint, which is like the steps of how you're going. 30,000 foot yeah, view. Yeah, 30, thank you. The 30,000 foot view, because obviously we don't know every single person's business and so we can't give you a direct launch plan. So that's why you, in this step, mm-hmm. are going to map out your launch plan. And what that means is it's a step-by-step process for how you're revealing and presenting your new offer to your audience. Yep. At the end of the day, that's pretty much what that is. Yes. And it will look different, like we said at the beginning, for every single product. So hold this loosely for now. Yeah. Um, we're going to give you a lot of ideas kind of at the end of this episode. Yep. Um, but in this 30,000 foot view, this step is still vital because in order to kind of continue on with this, the, the process of like how you're going to launch, you need mm-hmm. to know this, like how you're going to roll it out to your audience. Yep. You need to know kind of the framework of like, what am I, like, do I want to surprise launch it? Do I want to mm-hmm. like announce it far in advance? Like yeah. you got to know how you're revealing it in some capacity. And mm-hmm. again, that's why step number one was revisit your ideal client because you want to know what makes them tick yep. to make your launch plan as accurate, wow, words, launch plan as accurate as possible. Yeah, and we'll get into the next steps where you understand, you know, here are some things that I tangibly have to do, um, mm-hmm. like start marketing, which is one of the next steps. And in order to begin your marketing, you have to understand how you are about to present it to them and yeah. the order and the timeline that you're thinking and all of that. So step number four is to nurture your audience. Mm-hmm aka to continue to build brand trust. And this one is huge when it comes to launches because as always, we say this, it's like a mantra of ours on the on the heart and the heart nozzle podcast is serve, 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 sell, mm-hmm. serve, 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 sell, serve, serve, like repeatedly. So before, as you're beginning to prepare to sell something, we want you to immediately, the minute you know that you are about to consider launching something, start serving, start consistently. If you have an email list, start nurturing them, sending out those emails. If you have a blog that, you know, whatever, like start consistently delivering on valuable, resourceful, informative, encouraging, uplifting, whatever information that can instantly build that trust Mm -hmm. that stay top of mind in the season preparing for launch. Like this is not a step to skip. You do not want to just show up after a a six month Instagram sabbatical and be like, surprise, here's a new offer. Cause people are going to be like, wait, I'm sorry. Do you have to get people to care? Who do I follow again? Like, who is this person? Um, So in order to stay top of mind, this is not like an ongoing step, or this is an ongoing step, but also very specifically, if you know you're about to launch something, take this very seriously in the next, like, whatever. Like, if you know you're preparing to launch something six months, a year, whatever time frame you have, consistently show up to nurture. Which is why when we talk about timeline of, like, how long does it take to launch something and why we almost recommend against, like trying to shove just to make money really quickly and Mm -hmm. to like launch something ASAP when you do that and you haven't nurtured your audience for a long time in the past it it, you're it's going to impact sales like it Mm -hmm. just will because people there's a reason it's a marketing strategy to serve 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 sell serve 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 sell you want to nurture as much as humanly possible and show how much value you're giving for free before you ever go to sell something Um, so just that that runway ideally for a launch should be very long as long as possible. Yeah. I mean, honestly, ideally, you should be consistently showing up to serve your audience nonstop. But we also, you're human. There's there's seasons of you need yeah. rest, you need sabbaticals, you need you know to slow down. You have other priorities in your business and you're not showing up on Instagram every day. That's totally fine. And it's not all about Instagram either. But the nurturing mm-hmm. is key. And the more consistent you can be with it, the better for your business as a whole. All right. So step five is you're going to prepare your launch materials. Now, if what you're launching requires a website, 
or like, a new sales page or a sales page or a even like an account like maybe you're launching a YouTube channel mm-hmm. or you're launching a podcast and you have to set up that on the back end whatever right. it needs you're going to prepare your launch materials and so that is the product itself or like the the software that is needed for the product itself, I should mm-hmm. say. Or you're going to start working on the back-end systems. Um, like maybe you need Shopify or Kajabi or Thrivecart or, or something like that. To that, sell your product. Yeah, to sell your product. This is where you're going to get all the nitty-gritty technical stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is also where you're going to, because you know your launch plan, this is where you start prepping those social graphics, the social content, batching the social and, and just the general content for the duration of your launch or up until your launch and even through your launch. Um, this is where you write all those emails. We know that very strongly of just like that is just like the meat and potatoes I feel like mm-hmm. of preparing for a launch for a product it's especially for us social content and email content is a beast it is a beast yeah. um some launch depending on your launch plan maybe you are I said pan plan um maybe you are doing affiliate marketing and so you're mm-hmm. reaching out to affiliates to to share something and you're setting Set up an affiliate up. program mm-hmm. on the back end of Kajabi or Shopify or wherever you're hosting all of that needs to be done long, ideally, before you launch it. Like, you want to do this in advance. And so that's why this is step number five. We're thinking about this in advance. Mm -hmm. Just create any marketing materials that you will need at all for launch. And now, obviously, things always fall through the cracks. I know that we've been on many a launch week, and we're like, ah, we didn't create that. Go quick to Canva. Let's go. (laughs) Um, But as much as possible, when you map out your launch plan in advance, you know exactly... Yeah. what you need. And so you can make those in advance. so As that, much as possible. So that that way your launch week, or it doesn't have to be a week, but I feel like it typically is. Um, if you're doing open and closed cart, which is something we'll talk about, one of the decisions you need to make yeah. for each launch. You just, you want to try to prep it in advance as much as possible so you can like sleep that week. Mm-hmm. And, and actually survive. Yeah. Okay, step number six is going to be to begin to subconsciously prepare your audience, or in other words, to prime them. So this is subtle marketing, Mm -hmm. and this is very subconscious and covert, not overt marketing. So covert being a little bit more hidden, a little bit more like subtly strategic. Um, Let's say, for example, that you are launching a new brand in a few weeks. Maybe you are strategic and send to your email list or post to social or create a podcast episode or whatever you're using for your marketing platforms. And you begin to talk about your journey as an entrepreneur and how you've changed and grown over the last year, you know, in reflection or two years or three years or five years or whatever it is, you're subconsciously preparing your audience for a shift as you look back and reflect. And then maybe you do something else that you look forward and reflect on the changes or the shifts that are coming in the future. Um, Let's say for another example, if you are launching a new product serving busy moms, maybe you share a little bit about uh, your motherhood journey and the lessons that you've learned and the big things that you've seen like dramatically impact your motherhood. Mm -hmm. Um, So the goal here is to be extra strategic with your brand before your new offer is even announced. Nobody knows that this is coming at this point, ideally. Um, And this also, I will say, continues even once it has been announced. There should be a lot of covert marketing. even subconscious before it's announced. Yes. But even, I would say, a lot of covert marketing once it is announced as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you don't want to just be like, sell, 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 sell. Well, and it also, it gives you a game plan for... Mm -hmm your content that you're putting out on social and yeah. even email list anywhere, podcast, like yeah. it doesn't matter where, what math, method or platform. Yeah. It, it's like the this age old question of like, what do I post or what content yeah. do I share? It's like a lot of times when we go to the plate to figure out what 
go to the plate. That didn't make sense. Go to the drawing board. There we go. Uh, on what like episodes to reveal. Or, wow, I can't. Can you tell? I It's at the end of the day. Okay. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm saying when we go to create podcast episodes, oh, yeah. we think in advance of anything that's coming up in the yes. future that we're selling or that we're launching. Mm-hmm. And we strategically try to cater our episode topics mm-hmm. to specific things. Yes. I don't think this one's covert. I really just think we're serving you here. If I'm thinking <laughs> like, oh, for sure. There's nothing. We're not, just, we're not launching anything. Oh, <laughs> I was like, we're not launching anything. So what if that's we did a course on launches? Whoa. That would be we're smart. Not See, part of okay, field. wait, actually, but let me tell you, okay. this would be an incredibly brilliant subconscious. podcast, subconscious priming podcast episode if we were doing that. Yeah. But we're not. Anyways, the goal is to connect, mm-hmm. to resonate, to uh, speak to your ideal customer for that specific product and to subconsciously share your expertise or your mm-hmm. authority and to showcase that you you have experience, that you have, you know, whatever, credibility here. Um, for whatever you're wanting to launch. Yes. Well, so, I, I'll say you want your ideal customer through this subconscious, you know, preparing of your content. You want them to subconsciously prepare to need and want what you're about to launch. Yes, exactly. So subconscious or like covert marketing is priming your audience before you have ever announced. And I think that is one of the biggest things to launches that can be overlooked because we're obviously thinking of like, what's my announcement date? What's my sales page? Like those things are very obvious, but the covert subtle priming of your audience is so vital in my opinion. Yeah. And it's often overlooked. Mm -hmm. All right. Step number seven. Yeah. We are going to now build excitement. This is my favorite part. This is, this is the, the, the most enjoyable. The most enjoyable is also the part that I don't want to like, you know, <laughs> flip my hair or anything, but I think we excel at this a lot, but I think it's because we like to party. Well, not in a bad way. That was, I'm drinking water. I'm not, you know, <laughs> getting we, derailed. We like, we like a good time. time. And we like for things to feel exciting and yes. fun and yes. yeah, it, it's really enjoyable. So that's why it's our favorite. So what this is and again this is where this is the 30,000 foot view that we're giving you with this launch blueprint and this is where it can go in a billion different directions of how you decide to launch it so it can look different depending on what product you're launching what season of business you're in what Mm -hmm. business you even have Um, it's just there's so many things here but the goal is to build excitement in your audience for what's coming either directly by telling them it's coming like hey sign up mm-hmm. to the waitlist like this is coming or by indirectly priming them yeah and maybe it's a surprise launcher and we'll get into all of that but bonus points also if the thing that you do to help build excitement mm-hmm. also incentivizes your audience to share yeah. so that way more people can find out about your thing that you're launching to you know buy it yeah one thing i will say with this is not every single brand is going to want to have like a lot of hype and excitement mm-hmm. around a launch. So maybe you shift that word in your mind to be like, create uh, awareness or yeah. like just, I would say for most brands, there is an element of excitement and hype for every launch that you need to be tapping into. It's like you're you're cultivating the world around you to make people think that what you're launching is a big deal. Yeah. Even if it's not like a cheerleader girl time hype. Yeah, it's not like, it doesn't have to be like, woohoo! Right. Okay, let's go. But it's still, it needs to be a big deal because it needs to be something that you need your ideal customer to realize that it is life-changing. Yeah. And that there is probably a time limit on it and they need it now. Yeah. So that's, building excitement is probably like the final step 
within it can be leading up to the launch once you've announced or like during the launch well, whatever usually building excitement whatever you're doing which again we're going to share examples but whatever you're doing is typically launching it yes usually or like you've announced it and you're leading up to it, it, it's the launch yeah which i feel like could go a million ways like launch what does that mean could be like building developing that could yeah. be part of the launch whatever but so we didn't technically have a step eight but i feel like step eight could just be launch it. But depending on how you launch it, this is where it goes in a million different directions. Yeah. Like step seven of building excitement. That is the launch. It, it kind of... That's the active depending on open cart. Doing. Yes. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it. You're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best. And you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? <laughs> okay. And your, your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking. And you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry. That's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now, we spent hours designing these customizable, professional, and conversion-intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt, even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before. And you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before and reach revenue goals that you've barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. So let's talk about some examples of what we've done within a launch, specifically probably to build excitement Mm -hmm. on this final step. Just to give you some ideas. And then we're going to talk a little bit about 
just some things that you need to think about when it comes to like that, that creating your launch plan Mm -hmm. and how that can look so different for different businesses. And so many that that should vary not only per business, but per product, per launch, per time of year, there's so many variables. We're going to talk about like a few of those things that you should be considering questions to ask yourself options that you could use in your launch. But let's start with some examples of what we've done to create excitement around launches. All right. So one example that we, this is my favorite example because because I love Taylor Swift and this we just copy and pasted. Not exactly, <laughs> but like this was us definitely leaning into that. When we launched our last conference, it was in Dallas, Texas. We launched it a year before it happened. Mm-hmm. So we launched it I think in October of 2022 and it happened in October of 2023. But I remember we basically created a scavenger hunt to build hype and intrigue and excitement around having people figure out where we were going to host our next conference. Mm -hmm. Because something that is innate and, and just true about the human brain and people is we love challenges and we love, like that's why mysteries are a thing. That's why games and scavenger hunts, like people want to be champions and like win things. And so when you can figure out like a clue or a puzzle, you feel like a winner, even if you didn't buy the thing. We also right? love a game too. Yes. I mean, that's why football, people love football, people yeah. love games, like people just like love competition in that mm-hmm. way. Um, and so we utilized that and we started dropping clues for Dallas like in August, it wasn't even launching until October. Yeah. And we started like slowly taking people on a scavenger hunt. Well, actually we started by dropping some clues that were before we ever even told them to look for anything. Right. So there was some priming going on Yes, there was definitely some priming. (laughs) But we, I remember we took people on a, like there were clues dropped beforehand, but once we officially started the scavenger hunt, we took people through either through our email list, through our website or through our social. We left clues in all those places Mm -hmm. and- had people kind of like just guessing constantly where the next location was going to be. And it basically, the the last clue happened where you found out the answer on the date that the tickets opened. Mm -hmm. So that way we built this hype and there was this tension around. We were getting more and more eyes on Because people were talking about it. People, because it's a game, they're they're talking to their friends. They're building excitement. People that weren't even coming or planning to come were like, I want to know where it is because this is fun. Yeah. Like we're just creating an environment that is fun for people to participate in and that thereby builds hype and thereby helps sell tickets. Yep. That was a that was a really fun one. We had a lot of fun, and our mm-hmm. audience had a lot. Our community had a lot of fun mm-hmm. with that one. One of the other examples that we did was when we launched this podcast back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a group of our rider dies. You're probably listening to this podcast right now. We love you so much. Um, help us launch it, and we added them to a private Facebook group and gave them like the marketing materials in the group, and then to we gave it. yeah to help share it and promote it and get the blast the word out to as many people as possible. And we gave them incentivized like reasons to help us. So they got the first access to listen. Um, They were the first to see the podcast cover and what the episodes were. They, uh, what was it? Oh, they, we gave a giveaway for a couple of coaching calls Mm -hmm. um, to people on that. And it's like how we... I think it was incentivized to like share, the more people that shared it, the more you had a chance to win. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that was just a way of like building, like spreading our reach to reach as many people as possible and also rewarding and Mm -hmm. encouraging like buy-in to this podcast, to our brand. And it was really fun. We had a a blast. Like we said earlier, if your hype builder or excitement builder can also create incentivization for people to share, then it's like a bonus because you're life-changing. Yeah. You're trying to get, and also this almost kind of applies to influencer marketing. People trust 
friends' recommendations of things. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a friend that's talking about a podcast that of people they love, you're more likely to listen to it. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's utilizing that as well yeah. in that example. Yeah. Um, the last example of ways that we've built hype or excitement in- For launches. In for, yeah, for our launches is when we launched the Instagram major, which is our Instagram course, a couple of years ago, we did a three-day caption boot camp, which was basically a fancy word for challenge, um, where we dove deep on caption strategy for Instagram captions yep. and training. And then at the end of the event, we revealed the new course, which was- the Instagram major. And what we did was we, I think we hosted that on uh, Facebook in just a Facebook group where we yep. went live three days in a row for like an hour or two hours each yep. day on a different, you know, aspect of captions strategy and how we utilize that to grow our businesses via Instagram. Um, and then we share that, you know, via Facebook ads and organically email lists and all of that. And so it brought, it brought people in to a free event. Who were interested in learning about Instagram, ready for growth, yep. ready for training. And because it's a challenge with challenges, it again, kind of that same with the scavenger hunt. It's like people love like to win something or to have a, a quick win where it's mm -hmm. like an achievement. Yep. And they, if you give them something, especially with a challenge, I know people have done like 30 day challenges before launches. I'd recommend a shorter time frame just yeah. because it, you want them to have a quick win and you want them to show up every single day. If it's yeah. 30 days, you people are dropping off like flies. Um, and so if it's short, like three or five days, they can show up every day, make it a priority. And then if you, based on the trainings that you're giving and teaching, if you can make it so that it's, they can go home and like for homework that day, do it. And then immediately see a result based yeah. on what you've taught them. They're much more likely to buy whatever you're selling at yep. the end because it's like, oh, whoa, you just blew my mind for free yep. in three days you're going to blow my mind even more with what you're selling. Well, one thing that I want to note with what we did here was they did not know that we had a, a Instagram course coming. If people know marketing though, it's pretty obvious. Well, yeah, but I, I just, if you did not, we announced at the end of that call, yeah. they were the first people to know and they got an exclusive discount. So yes. the people who are a part of our three-day caption bootcamp got an exclusive early like access it was open and to the discount. public. Yeah. Yeah. But they were the first to know they got exclusive discount. They were already like bought in at that point mm -hmm. at the end of the days. They'd seen the results for with working with us and our training. Um, and then one thing I want to say with this one that was really fun too, that just give you a little subconscious, uh, our pretty much our whole summer that year. Well, I, I think, think this happened in like July or August. Yeah. It was like early August. But it, I think it was like June, July, August. So like before the launch, like a month before the launch, subconsciously priming all of our podcast episodes were kind of subconsciously like leaning into Instagram marketing and then launch. Let me scroll back to the summer of 2021. Yeah. And you'll on this see podcast it. And you'll you will see, see it. it. <laughs> we like intentionally use the prime and then like very blatantly like overt marketing of like mm -hmm. Instagram strategies. By the way, we have a course. Go buy it. Um so you can utilize a lot of different methods within a launch. But those were a couple of like ways that we intentionally sought to create excitement and hype around launches that were coming out. Mm -hmm. so All now, right. That's the launch blueprint. Have we blown your mind yet? I hope we have. But let's blow your mind even more. And we're just going to info dump, not info dump. Well, yeah, kind of. Uh, a bunch <laughs> of ideas on different ways that you could consider launching. Again, this is where based on your product or service that you're launching or your offer even, or even like an account, like a YouTube or a podcast episode or whatever it is, um, you can just do it in so many different ways. Yeah. And it's not that one way works always. Like it's not, so when we get asked by like coaching students of like, oh, what's the one way? What's the one formula? Like I what's my copy to, and paste blueprint right. for every single launch? It's like there isn't one, but there except are lots for like, of ideas. Except for this like 30,000 foot 
Yes. Like that will work. This will, this is copy and paste. Which is why we gave you this. But an actual like launch plan that you can copy and paste for every product, every service. It's just, you you can't. You could pick from any of these things. So we're going to kind of walk you through some. Mm, Let's go. All right. Number one, a couple of things that you need to consider for each of your launches is, are you doing an open and closed cart? So what that means is, are you opening, let's say on a Monday and then it's closing the following Monday? or like a flash sale and it's it's opening for two days, three days, one day, whatever. Like the length of, is it open and closed? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason a lot of people do that, and I don't want to get too deep into a lot of the marketing psychology of a lot of these things, but the reason people do that is to create scarcity so they can only buy it at certain times and urgency that they need to buy it within a certain time window. Um, because the human brain... Yeah. We typically need a reason to take action. Otherwise, we won't take action. Yes. I have a perfect example for this. Sorry. Yeah. This is the first day that... We are recording uh, <laughs> uh, this podcast on video. We did it last month, and there was a white wall. You've seen it, probably. If you, we watched. are so sorry for your. We're eyes. We're so sorry for your eyes. Um, <laughs> but we were like, okay, deadline is December fifth. Whatever day is today? Yeah, it's December fifth. Um, December fifth. We're gonna renovate our office, and we're going to create it. Have it ready. The backdrop ready. It'll be styled, and we had it on our calendar. But do you know what happened? The last two days, Andrew, literally, Andrew, yesterday. This entire wall, this entire, all that you can't see it, but behind us, there's like shelving. He, we waited pretty much till the last because we were like December 5th to the deadline. Yeah. We're going to get it done, but we're going to do it right on the line because the human, we naturally procrastinate. We need a deadline. We need a deadline. Yeah. We so need it, it on the calendar. There's a whole thing there. There's also, I will say, if you're doing like some sort of container program or something where you're working with people within a certain amount of time or like whatever, it's a coaching mm-hmm. program or something where there, you only have certain availability, maybe you only open it for that reason, like based on a time constraint or, yeah. or, or a quantity or inventory or something like constraint. That could be another thing. But marketing-wise open and close. Mm-hmm. There's, that's the reason people do that. Um, and then maybe you want to do evergreen. So it stays open. So you release it and then it's just out there. Um, we've done that with like our presets or Evie Swim. Like I launched it and then it's just, it's available. Well, and I would say the the way, if something is evergreen where it's open all the time for purchase, a, a way that you can kind of create that incentivization to have a deadline or have like a crunch time mm-hmm. without having to open or close a cart is by sales, like flash yeah. sales that last a certain time. So it's kind of the same principle mm-hmm. um a launch sale like the first yeah the first time you release it they get ex- bonuses or they get a discount or something exclusive discount it'll never be this low again stuff right. like that it, it gives the same kind of incentivization of scarcity and like oh i have to act fast if i want to get this deal yeah the next thing is to ask yourself like what what uh avenues am i utilizing for marketing so email marketing facebook ads instagram tiktok all the above anything else that you want to add in there pigeons uh light signals (laughs) (laughs) i I was like so listening to you and i was like i literally thought you you named like i almost was thinking about pinterest and so i thought you said pinterest for a second and i was like pigeons is that like an app that i have it and then it like it slowly trickled down into my brain and i fully understood that that was a joke that took me way too long. Oh my gosh. The point is, I'm glad I made you laugh. The point is how, where, what platforms, what avenues are utilizing mm-hmm. for this marketing and really determine, maybe you really hone in. Maybe you do have an email list and you have like 
20, 30, 50, 100 people on it, but you have never sent them an email once and you're hoping to launch in like two, three months. Mm -hmm. Maybe you choose to, but you're like consistent on Instagram. Maybe you choose to really lean into your Instagram and not like heavily hit your email list. Yeah. Maybe you choose, like you've never touched Facebook ads and you're like, I'm going to try those and I'm going to like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So you figure out your marketing avenue for where you want to really promote and sell. The next thing that you need to determine is determine quantity. So again, this differs based on what you're launching and it might not even apply. Like if you're launching like a website, this is kind of irrelevant. But if it is a product that um, allows like students in or amount of purchases or quantity of items. Mini sessions. Yeah, it, it does matter. And so determine quantity. If there's a limited access, if there is an inventory, how much availability, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, an example that I'll use, I launched my membership in November and I wanted it to like soft launch because I Just wanted to Just to be get... clear for anyone who has questions, Instagram private like membership group. Yes, basically. sorry. I, that was, yeah. <laughs> You're good. Yes, thank You're you. Good. <laughs> um, and I wanted to kind of get my feet wet like it kind of, or my feet under me a little bit before I like kind of more uh, launched it. So I, I didn't make a big deal about it. And I kind of quietly launched it. Like I didn't even send an email out. Mm -hmm. I got, uh, I launched it on my, what's the word stories. And I got 40 women in there, which that was your limit. That was my limit. I could have gotten more, but I limited it like low because I wanted there to have that feeling of scarcity, which Mm -hmm. limiting the amount of people that can purchase is another way other than a sale or a closed cart to create. Yeah. That, that scarcity Mm -hmm. and that, because I wanted people to be like, oh, wait, I missed it. I wanted to be one of the first women. Yeah. And then from now on, I only open it at the end of every month for the next month. So yeah. that way, again, there's scarcity. And I don't no longer limit the number. I might if it gets too big, but um, I still limit by the like the amount. So anyways, yeah. the point being, think about if you want to limit quantity yeah. to see if that just, you know, for whatever marketing reason, that might help you. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the questions and the things you need to determine. And then here are some of the things that like you can utilize in like launches and rotate between or just figure out, does this fit this launch? So we're going to kind of like bop back and forth yeah. and share some of these. Um, but the first one is a launch team via Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. I did this for when I launched my YouTube channel, which has like three videos on it. So don't judge. Um, oh, but those three videos were so popping for when they were up. <laughs> well, they're still up, but. Maybe I have like five. I really, I really did a lot with YouTube. <laughs> um, my launch video is absolutely hype. Oh, so killer. So killer. Well, that's one of, Shout the, out that's to one of the things Clayton. on this list. That actually is, that's at the very bottom is, is hype promo videos. That absolute slay by Brady Clayton. Anyways, so a a Facebook group, we did that with our podcast. I did that with um, my YouTube channel. So that's a great way to create and and spread the word very Mm -hmm. quickly and create this like, you know, intimate feeling. Uh, The next way is affiliate marketing. We said that a little bit earlier, but Mm -hmm. affiliate marketing is a great way to get the word out and basically have other people sharing your product or your service or your offer Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, and they get incentivized in some way. Maybe it's a cutback from payment Mm -hmm. or maybe it's incentivized in another way, but that's basically the principle is they share and they get a cut of something. Yes. And usually the person purchasing gets like a discount or or something as well. Not always, but usually. Um, The other would be like a free or a paid webinar. Mm -hmm. Um, Webinars are a great way, like we said, and I mean, we kind of get into this, like webinar or a challenge Mm -hmm. or something along those lines where you're teaching, training, educating, serving. Um, Well, I want to say, especially if your offer or what you're launching is high ticket, high ticket meaning like it's pretty expensive. It's over $1,000 is what I would consider high ticket. Um, I would say over like three, four, five hundred. But yeah, it, it, that's true. It depends, though. It depends on what it is and the industry. Over a thousand is for sure high ticket. But 
usually you want some beefy, meaty, free situation. Yeah. Or or small paid, and I'll explain that in a second. But you want people to buy in because in order mm-hmm. to convince somebody to pay that much later, yeah. you want to really make it worth their while. So that's why mm-hmm. we did with our Instagram major, it's a course that's over $1,000. So we wanted to make sure that we did a challenge where you could really dig in and understand, yeah. oh, these girls know what they're talking about yep. and I want to learn even more from them. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the concept. If you do a paid webinar... I've seen people, we haven't done this, but I've seen people do it where it's like a really cheap amount. So it's like $7. What I think they're doing from my understanding. Or nine or 19 or something that's something's like very low, affordable. But it's like, they want to almost weed out the people that like would scoff at like a thousand dollars. They they want buy-in immediately just to even attend. Because when you pay, you pay attention. Yes, exactly. And so it's like, even if it's $20, if I pay $20 for a webinar, I'm more likely to actually show put up. that on my calendar and show up versus if I just signed up for free, I'm probably going to forget about it. Yeah. Or like be like, there's going to be a replay. I'm just going to wait for the replay because I definitely do that a lot. So, (laughs) but it's, it's, so that's another way. It's like you could do a free or paid webinar or Mm -hmm. same free or paid challenge, kind of the same concept. Yeah. PDFs or freebies. That's another big one is utilizing something that's also maybe not like showing up live or pre-recorded or something, but it is the, like the written value or serve or, or a quiz or something Mm -hmm. that's going to help people identify, serve them with value and make them hungry for more. Mm -hmm. Something else you could do is a discount off of your service or product for launch mm-hmm. week. This could be great if you are launching like a podcast or a website or something mm-hmm. where you almost want to just like celebrate with your community mm-hmm. for the launch. It's less about like, th- this is one where I would say it's less about maybe people purchasing or like students or, or mm-hmm. people coming into something, whereas you're just celebrating and, and no matter, you could still do this even if you are doing like a course. But I, I think of this most often with like a website launch or something yeah. that you're just, again, you're celebrating and, and creating hype with that way. Mm-hmm. And you're almost making a big deal about your thing. So maybe it's a YouTube channel, a podcast, a blog, or you just started a blog or you started a website. And to celebrate, you're like giving your whole community a discount off. Yeah. Or something I, like that. I would also say a straight up giveaway would yeah, also yeah. fit into that really beautifully. Did I say a giveaway? No. Okay, great. But yeah, a giveaway is is a great way. You don't have to just do that with something mm-hmm. like a website. You could do that with a full product. Oh, we do giveaways all the time. All the time. Here's a, some tea. So just more strategy, thought process. Yeah. When we were launching, not even launching, continually selling, because here's something. If you have something where you launch it and then you don't immediately close card it, like our conference. Mm-hmm. We we did it where we would like open pre-sale and then close pre-sale so you couldn't buy it. But at the end of the day, like you, we needed conference tickets to sell. So you have for to like have it year. open. Yeah, for like a year. <laughs> so it's like for a year, how do you create constant hype for a year? Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> let me just say, you don't. Yeah. There, you, you have to go up and yes. down. And so we yep. would do things like giveaways. We would do things like scholarships. Mm-hmm. We would do things like the scavenger hunt, like little moments of like pre-sale yeah. at a lower price, close cart. Like you do those things to create hype and... And scarcity, scarcity and urgency and reminders to keep it top of mind mm-hmm. that this thing is like coming or affiliate, up. Like that's why you would do things like that. Or like yeah. you do like a... I mean, that's why Black Friday, like it's a week mm-hmm. or a month at this case sometimes. Black it's November. Like, yeah, people... people <laughs> have a moment where they're creating scarcity mm-hmm. through a discount yep. through a certain time of year yep, or year, week, whatever. Yeah. Okay. The next thing would be uh, a wait list for first dibs or exclusive discounts mm-hmm. or whatever that like, hey, this thing is coming, get on the wait list. And you can do this where it's, it's a secret. It's like something new mm-hmm. is around the corner. Do you want to be the first to know? And they yeah. sign up. Or you could do it where it's like, 
announcement. This thing is here. Do you want to be the first to get access? Sign up for this wait list. You'll be the first, you know, you'll get an extra bonus if you're on this wait list. And what that does is direct people to your email list. People mm-hmm. open emails. It's like a great way to have direct marketing, longer form marketing. Um, so it's like, it's a pull into the email list to then like really serve and sell them on your email list. So yeah. wait lists are an awesome way to really get people's focus attention to know that they're ready for that thing. Mm-hmm. The next thing is to gamify, which we gave the great example of the scavenger hunt earlier. Scavenger hunts are great or just even... I would even say giveaways can be a form of gamification yeah, because you're you're creating like a contest or I mean a contest is another way so contest giveaways mm-hmm. clues scavenger hunts anything that you can gamify and make it like fun yeah. to create the hype around your launch. Yep. And even then, for a website launch, I think it'd be so dope to do a scavenger hunt on your website where you drop clues on certain pages because then what you're doing is forcing people to go check out your website yeah. very intimately. Yeah. You're welcome for that idea. I feel like launching a website. I feel like what if you like do it as like a giveaway? Like people have to go to the new website yep. to find like a clue or something. And it's like the first five people that find it get a clue. They have to yep. fill out a form or whatever. Maybe you yep. link the clue that they find to like a, a HoneyBook form that yep. like, I don't know, they fill it out or whatever. And then they fill it out and like the first five people that do it get a free thing and then the first five people after that get 50% off or and whatever. Yeah, there's a lot. You're welcome for the ideas (laughs) just spewing out of our brains. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so those are a bunch of the things that you can and may want to implement in different launches at different seasons Mm -hmm. for different products. Um, But hopefully go re-listen to this episode and just go through the 30,000 foot view because that is kind of the copy and paste framework that you're probably going to want to be implementing for your launch blueprint every time Mm -hmm. to understand here's step one, here's step two, all the way through step seven. Um, But then just be willing to actually sit and brainstorm, maybe talk with somebody. Um, I do a lot of coaching around this because it's great to get yeah. outside help and outside input. I know Lindsay does too. Um, just getting people in who have a lot of experience with launches mm-hmm. or can help you, but you can also do this. Yeah. You can also, we did a lot of launches completely on our own before we had team on and Literally helping our us. our first course launch, I remember like, so this is us experience. This whole episode was us wise sages from experience <laughs> over the years giving we it to you. We have done dozens and dozens and dozens of launches. But I remember our first one, baby Lindsay, baby Evie, poor, like I remember literally like three <laughs> weeks, maybe even less before the launch, we were like, should we do like Facebook ads? And like, we just, we made, I will also say, <laughs> like we, we would not have made near as much money on that specific launch had we not done that. But again, we hired say, somebody. It's like, we didn't do them ourselves. I, to pat ourselves on the back though, we absolutely learned so much. We made bank on that launch. That's true. It also wasn't our first launch. I would say the workshop was our first launch. Oh, that's true. That first, that's the first course launch. Yeah. The first course launch was a whole different story. But we really leaned into the hype. I think that's our expertise is leaning into hype specifically. Yes. yes. And understanding how to build brand buy-in, mm-hmm. trust, serving, delivering value, proving authority, which is your goal in all yeah. of it. So hopefully that was helpful. We gave hopefully a lot of information for you today. Yeah. Launches are so fun and can be so enjoyable, but they also can be very intricate and vary so much based on your product, your service, your business. So it's very hard to give a copy and paste formula, but we did our dang best to give you one that you can utilize mm-hmm. for every launch as a framework and a lot of ideas that you can fill in the gaps with. So 
Well, and hopefully no matter what you're launching, this just blessed you. If you loved it, please share it with a friend. If you know somebody that's launching, like Mm -hmm. do a little sharesy. Um, (laughs) Leave us a five-star review. I don't know if I said that on this episode. I think I did. I'm just reminding you again. Um, (laughs) So leave us a five-star review. Subscribe. If you've listened to this whole thing and you got any ounce of value out of it, I would love you forever if you could just... (laughs) leave a five-star review. And she won't if you don't. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I love you. I love you still. But uh, if you just let that five-star review on Apple Podcast, chef's kiss. Thank you so much. All Um, right, friends. We love you. (laughs) We will see you on the next episode.